the words of Jesus. Creative, causative, prophetic, instructional, part 2. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone? Dash Matthew 4 3. What does this mean, and can it be true? The context in which Jesus spoke these words is found in Matthew 4 1, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Verse 2. And after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. Verse 3. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Verse 4. But he answered, It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus' response to temptation and testing by the devil, even in the most extreme of circumstances, was to say, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Please remember, this is not just a study about the Bible or about Jesus, and, this is not just a story. This is the Word of God being demonstrated in real-life situations. These words are for your learning, your rebuke, your correction and training in righteousness, so that you may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3:16 16-17 This Word of God, is creative, causative, prophetic and instructional, to you, for you and ultimately, through you. So, again I ask, what do these words mean, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God? And, are they true? It is true that we need food for nourishment and for life, but natural food will only sustain and strengthen you temporarily. The Word of God is the true food, the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Jesus is the bread of life, and whoever comes to Him shall not hunger, and whoever believes in Him shall never thirst. John 6 27-40. What do these words mean to you? And are they true? In this case, when Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, he uses the word rhema which is the spoken word of God. Jesus speaks the known, written word of God to counter and to negate the tests and temptations of the devil. Can this be true for us? Likewise, you also are to speak the known word of God, the rhema word, that is the known written word of God to counter and to negate the tests and temptations of the devil. Why is this necessary? Because Jesus has told us, this is the way. Is it possible for you to do this? Being a Christian, a disciple of Jesus, is not a casual relationship nor is it a convenient pursuit. It is hard. It takes work, discipline, dedication and commitment. But it is the only way to life and true peace. Romans 8 6b. So, if you prefer a life with purpose and meaning, a life full and abundant, then don't live by bread alone, but live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. If you prefer a life with peace in your heart and mind, at peace with people and with God, don't live by bread alone, but live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. If the word of God is absolutely true, and in light of what we have discussed and in light of what you have read, what do you now think about the word of God? How would you now approach the Bible? Would you now pick up the word of God? and breath in it? Suspecting or knowing it somehow leads to life and life worth living? What would you now do with such a strange and exciting potential? Would you still read the Bible just as stories about people, places and about God? Would you still read the Bible just for prophecies? For promises? For power? Would you still read the Bible just to learn about it? And, if so, what would you do with what you would now learn? I came that you may have life, and have it abundantly. John 10 10 b. Your brother and friend. Mike Young. Next, again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. 
Matthew 4 7. Previously, the words of Jesus, what to do with them.